This is The Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody. this was a narcissistic podcast just wait you ain't seen nothing yet we're talking about ourselves non-stop we're reviewing the greatest hits the greatest bits this is the greg fest and greg cody has his energy his broadcaster energy that clearly non-sincere <laughs> i'm super excited to be here even though oh, like, I'm, I'm faking it i mean are you how you doing you doing good <laughs> Yes, I'm uh, I'm so energetic. It's unbelievable. I'm jumping out of my seat right now because I'm genuinely excited about this. We've had a good year. We got some great stuff. This is the best of extravaganza. And I really think uh, you all are going to really. This, enjoy this it. is what we call Yeti's hell episode. It was a pleasurable hell, though. I was laughing the entire time. Yes. So if that's hell. Send me right there. Yeah, right. That's true. Um, no, I've been on like I've done these type of things for Lebetard show where, you know, you're just in it. And by the end of it, you probably are like, is this funny anymore? I've listened to this clip 72 times. Like, I think it's funny. It was funny 50 ago. <laughs> Yeah, it. Uh, um, this was a whole lot of fun to put together. It was a lot of work, a lot more stress before I got started. But once we got the ball rolling, like yeah. you know, you know, the work was already there and it was love, great. Love and, when a ball gets rolling. Yes. <laughs> but uh, all right. So, Dad, you have no idea. You haven't heard any of this. No, um, I'm looking forward we've put to together. It. We have a bunch to share with you guys. Uh, we want to start with the start of the show. We, one of the things I'm most proud of with this show is how random our show can be at the start of an episode. So we are going to play a montage right now of just the start of episodes, whether it's the cold opens or the, uh, my dad's actual first words of the episodes. Uh, I'm excited for you guys to hear this. I want to invite everybody to come on, a, on an imagination journey with me for just a minute. Would you do that? The Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody podcast is the proud sponsor of the 2021 PFPI Gala. Got cat vomit all over my paperwork here. <laughs> Seriously. Look at you think I'm kidding? Ugh. Look at the, the cat literally has vomited on all my Lisa Van Arsdale notes. I, I want to start with something that is universal, uh, something that involves uh, all couples worldwide deal with this. Restaurant boots, same side or opposite sides? Okay, I, I, I never thought I would begin a podcast by asking this particular question, but I want to start off um, on this podcast talking about my, my new toilet because I am so excited. It's Valentine's Day, or it was Valentine's Day. Right now it's the day after Valentine's Day. And yes. uh, even though it's Valentine's Day and love is in the air, I've been kicked out of my house and I'm in the backyard recording this. <laughs> 
we should just start however like you know like not radio like you know just start how you start i like awkward like we just started like this could be it we, we did st- we did just start no father's day talk oh yeah happy father's day yeah you too kid all right let's move on <laughs> The landline is back in Greg's house. The landline is back during Mount Greg Moore. A segment about 60s show with a landline (laughs) ringing in it. This segment would sound good in the 90s. Wish we could have done it. That's good stuff. I love those cold opens. Um, They're fantastic. And uh, what's next? But we're getting, are you taking a nap during this <laughs> next clip? You like just faded away. And what's <laughs> next? You make fun of me for fake energy, and then when I'm myself, which is nappy, <laughs> you make fun of that too. Um, next, we have Greg doesn't know movies. Uh, Yeti, you you put this one together. Are you excited about this one? Oh. This one, I mean, this was probably my favorite segment of the year. The one issue of Greg, Greg doesn't know movies that we uh, that that we did since I started the show. That was probably one of my favorite things to actually be a part of. But to go back and put together clips from all of them, even the ones I wasn't a part of, it was an absolute delight. Here's the best of Greg doesn't know movies. All right, y'all, let's do it. My father, Greg Cody, knows nothing about the cinematic experience. Yeah. Uh, we expect you to do poorly once again. Name a movie in which an animal either talks or is the star, but you cannot say The Lion King. I'm going to say um, Baloo the Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Baloo. That, the, it sounded like that, it said Blue the Bear. It's Baloo <laughs> baby. the Bear. Love Baloo the Bear, especially the way he scratches his back on a tree. I didn't know they were still making movies. All right. Anyway, Riley, Riley appearance. How did that guy become an actor named Michael Jordan? He had to throw the B in there. I know that. I mean, that is why he threw the B in there. Don't you change your name, though? Coming from the guy who couldn't be more proud of his name. Right. You were too busy, like, rappy cacking in your garage. Thank you. The NBA's all-time greatest player wasn't named Greg Cody. Murray. Okay. I never would have guessed that. I love Bill Murray. I want to try to get him on the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Greg B. Cody Show with Greg B. Cody. (laughs) All right, let's go on. What is the name of the movie starring Macaulay Culkin where he plays a rich kid? The, um, The answer is The Little Rich Kid. The answer is Richie Rich. Oh, damn it. Didn't he go off the rails? What was that that you just took a sip of there? It's a um, Bud Light. Sing a Disney song not in The Lion King. It's the circle of life. (laughs) I don't count the cartoons. Who plays the main character Gordon Bombay in the Mighty Ducks series? Um, Mighty Ducks guy. Isn't it the guy from Three and a Half Men? It's not Charlie Sheen. Um, I don't know. Al Sheen. I don't know. (laughs) Squeaky clean. I don't know. What's the name? That was the best. I'm almost passed out. Oh, I'm dizzy. Oh, it's so great. Al Sheen. What's his name? Uh, Emilio Estevez. Emilio! The Mighty Ducks man. You were there. (laughs) Chuck Sheen's brother? For real? I should get a half a point for that. Have you ever heard of the movie Inception? No, God, no. Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence. In which they are both sentenced to life in prison. Wow, what'd they do? Uh, Another fun fact. I have an old stone in a box in my garage. (laughs) (laughs) What? Name the famous Disney movie starring Dennis Quaid in which he plays a high school baseball coach attempting to become one of the oldest rookies in Major League Baseball history. Oh, boy. (laughs) You are throwing some obscure movies at me here. (laughs) Good Lord. Uh, Quaid Ball. Well, what's a famous movie coming out? Uh, You don't know. Which NBA player starred in the classic basketball film He Got Game? He got game. Uh, Former NBA player? Yes. I always mix that up with the white shadow. I know it's not LeBron James because he's the he's the uh, Space Jam guy. Uh, Who's Jesus Shuttlesworth? I have. Oh, wait a minute. Hang on. Um, (laughs) No. The 76ers guy. What's his name? The 76ers guy. Yeah, he made the Hall of Fame, I think. Real popular. Little guard. Dad, no. It's Ray Allen. What? 
<laughs> Ray Allen was in He Got Game? Yeah, I yeah, want you to cute. picture my dad yeah. sitting in a chair and my brother, like, hugging him from behind the way a, a panda yeah, would. Yeah. Hey, that kind of thing. <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> I think that's a trick question. So I'm, my answer is going to be that the name of the movie is <laughs> I See Dead People. Shama Lama Land or something Oh, like God. Shama Lama Bing Bang. Hard enough. All right, Gregor, are you ready to not know what you're talking about. I'm ready to give it a try. Sing a portion of any song in the movie Grease. It's got to Grease is the word, is the word, is the word, is the word. Whenever me and Chris do these things, we always have moments where we sort of forget, like, how little you know. The other one that I want. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You're the one that I want. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I love that you just repeat. I can't alone. think of another line. Name the classic football movie starring Jamie Foxx, Al Pacino, and Cameron Diaz. Um, easy answer. The Longest Yard. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? No. It has to do uh, with the day of the week. Al Pacino gives his most... Oh, never on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally no. the opposite of that. <laughs> Always on Sunday. Any given Sunday. <laughs> wow. Oh, any given Sunday. My name is Willie. <laughs> Willie Beeman. I got the ladies screaming. The longest yard. Name a single Quentin Tarantino movie other than Pulp Fiction. I'm going to come up with an educated guess that may surprise you. The answer is Raising Arizona. Do you want to know who directed Raising Arizona? Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, Ethan Cohen and Joel Cohen, the Cohen brothers. <laughs> yeah. The other That's... Tarantino movie that I'm thinking of is Fargo. <laughs> oh my God, Dad. Dad, you just said another Cohen brothers movie. <laughs> I, 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 I must be a closet uh, Cohen brothers fan. It's the circle of life, brada dee dee dee. All right, that was fun. Uh, an abbreviated yet award-winning Greg Doesn't Know Movies. I think I got one right. Uh, yeah. One out of five. I batted 200 like Ray Euler <laughs> of the 1967 Detroit Tigers. What's the famous Matthew Broderick movie in which he skips school? I think I know yeah. it. It's Ferris Bueller's oh, Day Off. Wow. Damn it. Is that yes. correct? Is that the movie where one in one scene he's like sliding yes, yes, across the floor yes. in his underwear or something? Well, no. Are you ready for the movie test? I doubt you will do well. Look at this. Business call in the middle of a podcast, Greg Cody. I'm so important I get business calls in the middle of a podcast that I come back into the room where the mic hears me saying, that's good, we'll make it work. <laughs> As he starts coughing. Like, good God. That was my boss. Sorry. Dad, the other day you told me that you loved the movie Field of Dreams. Right. Who is the lead actor in that movie? Oh, I nailed it. What'd you say? Kevin Costner. Yeah, yeah. Was... Name the Saturday Night Live cast member who starred in the movie The King of Staten Island and also dated Ariana Grande and Kate Beckinsale. Grande I've heard of. Andy Samberg. <laughs> What's the name of the guy? Pete Davidson. That's who I was thinking of. And I know SNL. Rallying it. He ain't heavy. He's my debate. You nailed Kevin Costner? Yeah, it's actually perfect. You fr you're frozen on your O face. <laughs> your O face is... My O so, face? Uh, He's like, brada D frozen. I've been dreaming of a particular question, but it hasn't come yet. Go ahead. You don't know who played Ali? What year did the movie come it out? It was a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> the white shadow. <laughs> the white. Does this um, remind you of the white shadow too? <laughs> that was Al Sheen, Greg. Who plays uh, pitcher Rick Wild Thing Vaughn in the Major League oh series? That's the best question of the day. This <laughs> is the best day of my life. It's the okay, best question, Dad. Wild Thing. Um, you make my heart sing. You cannot sing um, the song and then get it wrong. You like, sing it. everything. Each, uh, yes, each word means you, you should know it more. This is the best dismount since uh, Carrie Strug. Are you ready? <laughs> oh, shit. The answer is 
Chuck Sheen. Wow. Did you, just, did you just mess with us? Did you have Thank it the whole you. time? Did you have it the whole time? Did you mess with us there? I pretty much knew, yeah. Wow. I mean, uh, that was... I knew that, yeah. Thank you. Why is he saying Chuck? And by the way, I got to tell you, the one question that I was dreaming of, because I knew the answer, <laughs> Field of Dreams, who starred in Field of Dreams? Are you kidding? <laughs> Kevin oh Costner. Thank you. Oh, okay. Is he serious? Wait a minute. You're just saying thank you for giving me that question. No. I wish... Or if you already forgot. <laughs> no, Yeti, he's not. <laughs> Yeti, I know you were like, there's no way he could be doing this, so I'm just going to assume that he's... I'm dying. I'm so... Oh, was that a question? Dad, what's going on with you? <laughs> Cut that out. No. <laughs> no. That is staying in. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh, Greg. All right, Dad, uh, that's the end. That's all the questions. Uh, once again, you failed for the most part. <laughs> I will say that every time we do a Greg doesn't know movies, somebody says we got to do that more often. That was so much fun, you know, because I think I could be wrong, but I think in in two plus years of doing this podcast, I think we've only done what, five or six of those. I don't know. It doesn't seem like many more. I mean, you know, for the record, for the record, that somebody is Greg Cody. (laughs) <laughs> that's right that's right that's exactly right occasionally it's michael who says why don't you involve me more i enjoy doing that but usually it's he's me, just right? texting you all the time dad dad when are you going to pay attention to me again dad exactly. it's your youngest son michael ysm when are you going to do that to me again <laughs> all right this one this one's my baby i'm excited the interviews we have had dad when i say our interviews this year what are the first things that pop into your mind hopefully they're things that make the cut Oh, gosh. I mean, we've, we've had so many. Um, you know, I, I have a Mount Gregmore coming up about my favorite parts of the past year. And uh, I immediately think of, uh, you know, Dick Stockton and uh, Bill Lawrence from Ted Lasso. And, uh, oh, yeah. Bill Lawrence, the snuggler. You know, Dave, we had a whistler. Dave Barry. I mean, we've had a lot of good stuff. Gary I, the Bag Rosenfeld. I mean, come on. It just doesn't end. It just doesn't end. It's a who's who. It's a who's who. So here it is. The best of interviews from 2021. Let's welcome in Lisa Van Arsdale, professional snuggler. It is literally snuggling, cuddling, like what you do with a teddy bear, what your mom did when she read to you at night, G-rated, lay down and feel better, cuddling. (laughs) Gotcha. Like sometimes people will be like, can you lay directly on top of me? And I have to say, sorry, no, like that's. That's Boner City, and that's right. not what we're here for. <laughs> right. But yeah, like I usually the little spoon, but mm-hmm. I'm the big spoon more often than you would maybe nice. guess. But I like I'm a man, and I like to be the little spoon sometimes. I'll admit it. Well, there you go. Right now, right now, me and you are snuggling, Lisa. Let's paint a picture okay. for the audience. And I don't smell okay. good. I don't smell good. Are you gonna like since we're like, and, and I'm the little spoon, you're the big spoon. So you're gonna kind of whisper into my ear. You don't smell great. <laughs> I'm going to like frame it positively. (laughs) Um, I'm going to say, you know what? Would you mind just throwing on a different shirt? And if you could just put on some deodorant, I think your shirt might smell or maybe it's BO. I'm not sure. But if if you could do that, that would be great. Gary, the bag Rosenfeld has joined the chat. Oh, my God. Oh, the bag. (laughs) Look at that old man. Who's that old man? Okay, this is strange because Gary Rosenfeld and I were were friends and neighbors for uh, years growing up. I mean, we literally were next door neighbors. Wait, because my my you're 1440 famously. What was your address, Gary? 1430. Oh, oh man. man. See, I was better by 10, uh, 10 digits. Now, Gary, about that? Have, you, have you written a song about 1430? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> no, no I, I, I didn't go that way. Okay. <laughs> well... Let me ask you this, because do you remember Villa Rose, the, the pizzeria in Hollywood? Not really, no. Okay. <laughs> I love this. Okay. This is no, perfect. But... I just love how my dad, these are so important in his land. It's just like his neighbor is like, nope, don't give a shit. Welcome to the Greg Cody Show. It's Super Bowl week, and we have to get right into it. The Battle of Goats. Two goats face off. It's old goat Tom Brady versus young aspiring goat Patrick Mahomes. So, Let's get right into it by going to an expert, an absolute expert. Ron McGill, what does it look like when two angry goats face off? Wow, what a privilege to be here on this platform talking about goats. Well, listen, let me tell you something, Greg. Here's the deal. You got an old goat, you got a young goat. The difference immediately is physical capabilities. The young goat is spry, he's fast, he's quick. 
But the old goat, the old goat's got knowledge. The old goat's got experience. And if you look at goats in the wild, the mountain goats, yeah, you know, that young goat can go up the top cliffs and go real quick and go all over the cliffs. He can take the long route. But the old goat, the old goat knows the shorter routes. The old goat knows the smarter routes. So by using his brain, the old goat doesn't put himself into the position of being hurt because he's learned his lesson over the years. Whereas the young goat might be a little cocky. Think I can do this. I'm faster. I'm younger. I'm stronger. I can go on that cliff. But one bad step and it's all the way down. Whereas the old goat might say, listen, I'm going to take the tried and true. I'm going to do what I've done for many, many years that have gotten me to be an old goat. <laughs> as opposed to the many young goats that many times never make it to be an old goat. Thrilled to have on with us today, uh, Sarah Spain, ESPN radio host, writer. We're doing this. We're taping this on New Year's Eve. It's actually... Yeah, this it's 1130. This is it. <laughs> We're going to do a countdown together. <laughs> That's right. We're talking to the most interesting Miami Dolphin, receiver Mac Collins. First of all, Mac, I want to give you an, uh, a little bit of an early Christmas gift. Um, wow. Uh, for the way you cut through defenses, uh, I'm going to bestow upon you the nickname Mac the Knife. Oh, a Bobby, little Bobby Darren. I, lo- I love yeah. it. That's right. <laughs> I love it. Mac, um, your favorite Sinatra song is what? Because that catalog is is just world record setting. You you came to an old. This guy's like he might stay here the whole time. Like I'm I'm promise you, we're only gonna ask you a couple Sinatra questions. Listen, I could stay here right with you. Um, that's tough to to narrow that down to one. I've always had some sort of connection to my way. Oh gosh, um, I don't know if it's like the rebellious, like that's just how I want to live my life. Uh, and I'm hearing how he's living. I'm like, man, I'm playing catch up. <laughs> or like it's a very good year. Uh, Summer wind is like one that's great when you're yeah you play on the vinyl and everybody will know it. Like in New York, New York is like everybody's gonna know it. And oh, I know this song. I've heard it. Uh, right. So there's just so it's, it's tough to say. Like this is the one song he has. So many where if any mood you're in, you can you can play a Sinatra song and you're gonna be set. You can play really a whole album and you'll be set. Right. I I love um my way. For the way it starts off, it starts off like a funeral dirge. Yep. And now <laughs> the end is near. It's just, it's and so. So I face the, the final, final curtain. curtain. Yep. There it is. It's so great. I mean, I'll just leave you guys alone. You guys have a good time. <laughs> Broadcasting legend Dick Stockton joins us. I play, a, I have a grand piano at, at home and my and Jamie, my wife, sits there while I play uh, old show music and standards, and I have a glass so she can put a tip in there. But after three hours, <laughs> I only see one dollar. So there's something wrong here. You know, I'm trying to get better. But anyway, when I first met her, I sang, What's it all about, Alfie? Is it just for the moment we live? What's it all about when you sort it out, Alfie? Are we meant to take more than we give? Or are we meant to be kind? And if only fools are kind, Alfie, then I guess it is wise to be cruel. And if life belongs only to those who wear out their time on a podcast, Alfie, what would you lend on an old golden rule? It's not too bad. I'm on key. I know. <laughs> that was great, Nick. That, that was really enjoyable. I enjoyed that. I was and, on a and plane on... once, Greg, and uh, <laughs> I was I was humming a song, and this woman next to me said, you know, you have perfect pitch. I said, thank you, but you don't really know, you know. Well, my sister is Cheryl Crow. I do know. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. That's what I that? said. Wow. That's impressive. Okay. <laughs> now, I love Cheryl Crow. We're going to end on the most probably ridiculous thing that we've done so far. It's been a dream of mine to have Dick Stockton do play by play of me making a bowl of cereal and taking a bite. Is there any way I could pour a bowl of cereal right now and you could just kind of like do the play by play of it as I'm doing it? What kind of cereal is it? <laughs> okay. Right, honey Nut Cheerios. All right. All right, here we go. All right. So it's uh, the end of a show right now. And, uh, Chris is going to pour the Honey Nut Cheerios into the bowl. He gets about half of the bowl. He's got a spoon on the left side, and he's got Almond Breeze milk. He's going to my pour wife, it My wife made breeze. me do almond. Yeah, sorry, I'm interrupting. My wife made me go almond. Okay, well, you know, see, you interrupted my play-by-play. You must be a producer. Yeah, that's terrible. I'm you must be a producer. And now the spoon is entering, and the first crunchy bite by Chris, and he's on his way for a big day. Wow. What a day. You get Dick Stockton to have you call a cereal bite. Thank you so much, Dick. Oh, it must taste good. Thank you, guys. <laughs> I got to tell you, though, I am not going to be able to sleep tonight knowing that I cut off Dick Stockton in the middle of that call. <laughs> like, 
and oh. we had the discussion about it. He was flowing, and I just jumped in with my. Oh, my wife is making like oh. shut up, Chris. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, bad bad it's color man. Bad color man. Ah. You did well. You did great, Bill Lawrence. Hey guys, what Bill. up? Uh, how are you, man? Fantastic. You must feel like a, a, a new father who just gave birth when a when a <laughs> when a show premieres. I mean, that's got to be exciting. Tell us how that feels. Yeah. All right. Well, probably, there's got to be some hellos first, Craig. I'll dive right in, man. I know. Jeez. Oh, right. Jeez, dude. We're so casual around here. I, I, mean, oh. I can tell you too. It's so nice to have guys that want to have me on. To Dan and the joke's always like, "I'm never going to get to you, man." I'm very, yeah. very excited. Please tell Dan this is the respect that I expect to be treated with. Yes. Right. Next time no, you it, to talk to uh, Bill Lawrence, not Mike Shore, is the official TV producer of the Greg Cody Show podcast. Yeah, see, there you go. Okay. <laughs> For me, at this point in my career, guys, it's about respect. Exactly. exactly. And so I don't need to be treated like I'm special, but with common decency. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know? And, and yeah, by it, the way, and by the way, for sure to like the Red Sox too, it just makes it <laughs> worse. I, mean, I just hate them so much. And the Celtics, they can all die. I just, it's a lifelong Sixers fan, lifelong okay. Sixers fan. It's no good, right. man. I'm sorry for you. <laughs> you know, Sixers fan, you admit that? I mean, I do. And uh, <laughs> Mike, uh, Mike Ryan tortured me, man. Bad. Oof. Real honored to have this next guy on. I feel like everybody knows Jimmy Johnson. I was out yesterday called uh, Mahi, you know, oh. what they call dolphin down nice. here. Um, but, you know, I'll catch tuna and, and I'll catch occasionally, I'll catch a wahoo, which I really enjoy catching. You know, they're big and, and powerful and as fast as any fish in the ocean. Mm -hmm. uh, but but I, I catch about whatever gets on the hook. <laughs> I don't like to catch sailfish because they tangle up my lines. Oh, wow. Uh, and I, I have actually caught and released five blue marlin fishing alone. Wow. Uh, and, and, you know, 250, 300-pound blue marlin. Happy to have back on the podcast today uh, Tim Kirchin. Tim, Valentine's Day was over the weekend. What is the most romantic thing Tim Kirchin has ever done on Valentine's Day for his wife? <laughs> uh, I'm not real good at romantic things. I try really hard, but... Um, I, I took my wife out to like Ruth Chris's for, for dinner. Nice. The food there is great. And uh, I ordered a bottle of wine, which I don't know anything about. You know, I stink at wine. I stink at beer. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm drinking. I don't know the between an $800 bottle and an $8 bottle. I'm really bad at it. But I ordered an expensive bottle of wine. When I say expensive, it was like, like 150 bucks or something. Wow. Wow. And that nice. was just a signal to my wife that even though I have no idea what I'm doing here, I'm going to order something worthy of a night out on Thanksgiving at Ruth's Chris. So that, that's about the best I can do, Chris. That's perfect. All right. Here's the man who calls himself the Whistler. Philip Bailey, lead singer, Earth, Wind & Fire. It's been a thrill to play golf with you. Well, first of all, sir, let me say it's an honor to meet you. You're a legend. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, what, what a great occasion to meet you on. It's fantastic. Uh, the Greg Cody Show podcast loves music. And I'm going to ask you to just sing 10 seconds of something, just anything. <laughs> just just favor us with a little snippet. All right. Come on. Come on, Valerie. Body Say do you remember Badia That's in September Badia Never was a cloudy day Alright, we're slaying those high notes On this episode, we are celebrating the birthday of Greg Cody <laughs> We're going to be joined throughout the episode by some new friends and some old ones who didn't want to miss out on this epic celebration Yes! Whoa. It looks like the first guest has arrived. Let's see who it is. Wow. Hi, Greg. It's Tim Kirkjian. Happy birthday. But it's... Right. Oh, oh, someone's Whoa, here. Who okay. could this be? Let's see. Hi, Greg. It's Zazie Todd here from Maple Ridge, BC in Canada. I was on your show last year to talk about my book, WAG, The Science of Making Your Dog Happy, and we had a really fun chat about dogs. Actually, it was one of the most fun podcasts I've been on. 
I especially remember you telling me about how clever your dog Riley was. I'm really sorry to hear about your loss. I know Riley was such a special dog and will always be with you in your heart. Wow. Anyway, I heard that it's your birthday, so I just want to wish you a very happy birthday. I hope you have a wonderful day and a fantastic year ahead. Cheers. Gregory Paul Cody, happy birthday. Wow. Not sure what I think about Paul as a middle name, but anyway. Hey, Greg, just wishing you a uh, Roy Bellamy. happy 67th birthday. You are older than I imagined. I <laughs> uh, wish I could celebrate with you in the garage right now drinking a beer, but I'm afraid I might get like cobwebs or spiders or dust all over me. Greg Cody, happy birthday. This is your son, Michael. You did it. You're old. Oh, look, it's Dominique Foxworth. Whoa, no way. Hey, Greg. I hate you. <laughs> Happy birthday. Good job not dying for another year. <laughs> Providing me with entertainment. I think I love you. <laughs> but I hate you. Greg, it is Stu Gatz. I wanted to wish you a very happy 67th birthday. Oh, my A God. very happy 67th birthday to my best friend and really my only friend born in the 1950s. <laughs> happy birthday. I can't believe you made it to 67, and I hope you make it to 68. You never know. <laughs> happy birthday, buddy. Love you. Happy birthday, Mr. Greg Cody. This yes. is your brother, Juju Gotti. I love you, big brother. Keep doing your thing. Keep holding out as long as it takes for you to get that cream. This, that's all it's about, the cream. Also, never forget that you don't have to wear those boat shoes everywhere you go, man. You can, you can give the boat shoes a rest from time to time. But either way you go, you are a legend, and I love you, big brother. I wish you plenty more birthdays. Happy birthday, man. Gregory, it's Chris Whittingham. I received word that you're observing your 67th expedition around the sun, the anniversary of your accoutrement. I send along my warmest regards and wish upon you the most jovial of days, perhaps with a few libations throughout the course of a splendid afternoon <laughs> and revel in another extraordinary 365 days to come. I now bid you adieu. Hey, Greg, it's Randy Scott here. Listen, happy birthday, man. Turning 80 in this economy, that's no small thing, so take some time to celebrate it. But do us all a favor in this new decade of yours. Work on your Mickey Mouse impression, okay? We need you here. Oh, boy. Okay, we need you. Mouska, hey, Mouska, hi, Mouska, ho. Mouska, ready, Mouska, set, here, here we, we go. go. That's where we need you. <laughs> and listen, take it easy on the birthday cake, okay? We don't want it to be a happy girth day. Am I right? This, this, guy, this guy gets it. Happy birthday, Greg. Greg, when I received a text from Chris Pablador. that began, quote, hey all, comma, end quote, and... I was the only recipient of that text message. I knew that I needed to give you the personalization and the care that he gave to me in inviting me to do this. <laughs> On a related note, I have no idea what number birthday it is. I'm going to guess anywhere between like 61 and 94. <laughs> um, let's call it 69. Greg Cody, happy 69th birthday. Hey, Greg. Oh, it's Billy. Uh, Billy Gill. From the Dan Levitard show with Stu Gotts. Um, you do it on Tuesdays. I don't know how many Billies you know, so I figured it'd be good to just, um, you know. Anyway, uh, happy birthday. <laughs> Hope that you, uh, you have a, a good birthday. I, I was told your age, but I don't know if that's something that we should uh, reveal or if it's a secret or how that works, so... Uh, you know, I don't want to do that. If you don't want me to, to do that, you can let me know. Um, and if it's okay with you, I can come back and kind of... We could edit it together. I could just re-record it uh, up to you. Just, but, uh, but I'm closing. Just let me know, and then we can do that. Um, but anyway, I just wanted you to have a happy birthday. You're like the... Uh, you're like the step-uncle that I never had. Wow, what an uh, honor. Unfortunately. Well, fortunately, I guess, because my my aunt's marriages didn't fall apart to the point that they remarried and then I'd have a step-uncle. So that's good. 
I yeah. guess, on that sense. On For them, it's good that their marriage has worked out, um, but bad and that you were not able to fill that role of step-uncle. Well, happy birthday, Greg Cody. This is Erling Cody, your 40-year wife. Uh-oh. Not to be confused with your 40-year-old wife, which you probably wish I was, but that's the way it goes. <laughs> We'll be uh, dining luxuriously tonight at the Capitol Grill for your birthday, so I'm not really sure why I'm leaving you this message other than your son asked me to. Baby! Here's to uh, at least 40 or 50 more years of marriage. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Happy birthday to Pop. Happy birthday to Pop. Happy birthday to Pop. Happy birthday. To Pop. Happy birthday, Pop. Oh, my daughter. <laughs> that was fantastic. I did that all on her own. I didn't have to tell her to do it. A long time ago, before there were births and before there were days, archaeologists dug up Greg Cody after Wild Bill Cody and his wife rubbed together and produced the fossil that is Greg Cody. All these years later, we are pleased to have you cough dust and cobwebs into our face. Of all the ancient ruins out there, Greg Cody, you are one of my favorites. Happy birthday. Happy 754th birthday. We have a doctor in the house. Dr. John Roberts is with us now. Hello, doctor. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me. How you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, doctor, uh, we'll get to our belly button in just a moment, but I also wanted to admit something to you, and this is the God's truth. Until I was 10 years old, might have been 11, uh, I thought a radiologist was someone who repaired radios. Um, <laughs> and, and my parents corrected me. But I'm wondering, um, have you ever had someone make an appointment with you and show up at your office uh, with a, a busted transistor radio or something of that nature? Must happen a lot. That is an excellent question. Not yet. No one has shown up with a radio yet. Okay. I feel like you could you could make that a niche. You could be the first uh-huh. radiologist slash radio repairman. Okay. Um, can you <laughs> just show him your belly button? I'm going to show you my belly button. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Keep it up, no, yeah, keep Mr. This Cody. is going great. But <laughs> Thank you, doctor. Yeah, but first I want to uh, describe it to you um, so you're not too shocked. Uh, my navel is a small round circle. Uh, like the kid in Home Alone. And then above my navel is what looks like a, a broad, wide nose. I have a nose above my navel. Now, can I show it to you and you tell me what's wrong with me? Does it come and go or is it always there? It's, it's always there. And uh, as Mike Ryan can tell you, it's uncomfortably squishy. Like, <laughs> I feel like if I pricked it, pus or something would come out of it. I honestly it. expected it to be a little bit more gelatinous, but um, it's liquidy, closer yeah. to water mm. than hair gel, if that okay. makes sense. Yeah, I would agree with that. Water more than hair gel. Okay. Yeah, if you want to show it to me, that's fine. Okay. Move your move your all access pass. <laughs> See, white with writing on it? Yeah. I've never seen that. Well, it's a lot. Okay. Let the camera zoom in on it. Like, stay still, Dad. There you go. There and- it is, Doctor. <laughs> Okay. Ooh, that looks. Pe- Ooh, that looks. That hurts Ooh. me when you do that. Stop. I can almost hear it squishing. Oh. So what I think you have going on is what's called a periumbilical hernia. So you can sit down if you want. Um, I got to gather myself. That sounds terrible. <laughs> so all of us have a belly button, an umbilicus, which is where when we're in the womb. We get our nutrients from from vessels that come out of that belly button or the umbilicus uh, to go to the placenta. Mm. So every person has a small hole in their abdominal wall there. And some people that hole is a little bit larger and it allows things that are inside the abdominal wall to come out. And so some people have what's called a, a periumbilical hernia, which is in your case, probably a small amount of fat that is usually within the abdominal ca- cavity comes out of that opening. And that's what you're seeing under the skin there. So it's and a- since it's been there your whole life, there's probably nothing to do about it. You know, it's just kind of what one of those quirky things about you. I um, was about to spend nearly $5,000 on knee surgery for my dog uh, and then found out that my dog had a 
terrible, inoperable cancerous tumor on its liver, and we had to say goodbye to the dog. But the point is, I was willing to spend almost $5,000 on Riley. Uh, how much mm-hmm. money would I spend uh, on, on this uh, on this well, belly button matter. What tidbit was that? What a horrible thing you just like, just like passing by <laughs> I, I in the conversation. Essential, an essential tidbit. Well, I think so, Mike. I'm I'm trying to put into context that if I'm willing to spend five thousand dollars on my dog's knee so that he might limp less, imagine the money I would spend on my own uh, abdominal region, my lower. Would I would I call it the lower thorax? Is that accurate? Um, no. Okay. So the thorax ends at the diagram, at the diaphragm. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. So this would be the midline abdominal wall. I see. Because I, I had, thora- I had major thoracic surgery in September of 2018, if I'm being <laughs> honest. Had a tumor, um, a benign tumor, slightly larger than a lemon, removed from between my lungs just below um but anyway, enough about me. You say these things so dry <laughs> that they're hilarious. These are terrible things that you're describing to us, but I'm laughing because of the way you're saying them. Well, uh, but but getting around to this, um, how much would it cost me to have this removed so that my belly was smooth and no longer had the nose above the uh, belly button? I'm assuming that if a general surgeon was going to operate on this, they would be doing it only if your insurance would deem it necessary. And so this probably wouldn't be an elective surgery that you would pay out of pocket for. Good to hear. All right. Well, thanks a lot, uh, belly button doctor, whose name I can never remember. <laughs> so he will forever be the belly button doctor. We got hard knock, dad. Hard knocks is coming up next. Oh, my God. What do I need to mention? The PFPI Fantasy Championship game. <laughs> Are you asking game. us or yourself? The or? PFPI Fantasy Championship game. Here's the championship matchup. Greg's Lobos against Chris Cody's Crown me the champ. It's father and son for the all-time championship. How about that? Everyone's real excited. Like, I, can <laughs> hear, I can hear the podcast just like exploding. Like some people's phones are exploding right now. Like the, the people the are tech- lining up outside of your house, sing- screaming, "We are the Lobos." The technology right can't handle the excitement. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> correct. And in the next episode. Uh, as downloads spike, what? we're going to give you the results. Wow! So this is just the preview. Game. We're That's just talking right. about the preview. Wow. So exactly. I can't wait to find out. How about that? I'm in the matchup and I can't. I could care less. <laughs> I could care enough for both of us. That's why Greg's Lobos are going to reign supreme with our first career championship. All right, let's get to hard knocks. <laughs> this hard knocks montage. I wanted to uh, approach it similar to the useless sound montage. So this is our own spin. It just reaffirmed to me that Greg is the perfect kind of dumb like he's the kind of dumb that you want every dad to be and that I hope to be. So let's throw it to the, uh, the hard knocks use of sound montage. The Lobos are winning. The Lobos are not satisfied. My dream would be that some kid dressed as a 19th century president comes to my door, a-knocking, and what do I give him? I give him Lobo's mints. He'll put a mint under his pillow, I'll tell you that. Damn it! I am here to tell you we are not going to rest on our laurels. We're going to sit on our laurels and act like they're full of needles. I'm wondering why the hell Dairy Queen's got hot dogs on the menu. I have no idea. you got to know your role, Dairy Queen. Dolphin's D is my D. I'm very hungry. Very hungry indeed. Hello, good sir. You are expected. I'm so proud of my guys, L. Jack and the rest, for really, um, you know, using the mint like rocket fuel. Welcome to the Chateau de L. Jack. Me and my man, L. J. I love L. Jack like a son. You're sitting on the can. I'm sitting on can do. I'm getting, I'm getting emotional here. Oh, crying like Dan Campbell here. Apparently, some of the other teams are complaining that that uh, that I'm sleeping with one of the other owners. Are you? Well, I am. Of course, I'm married. I mean, my wife's in the league. What am I going to do? Am I going to sleep in the guest room for the entire season? It's the Lobo way. If we were in bed together on trades and deals, I'd have a lot better team than I do. I'll tell you that much. Trust the Lobo way. It's like having five broken condoms out there trying to protect them. Like I always say, boys, good interceptions like good contraception. You got to keep them boys from breaking through. Graham Cracker, you know. 
kickers are a dime a dozen. You flip them like cards. Honestly, coach, worked here five years with you, never had a low moment. I'm not going to justify this trade offer that I will throw in my coup, K-O-O. Um, All right, hurry up. I'm kicking the shit. Okay, that's a coup for you, C-O-U-P. Uh, Billy's here, uh, Karen and marketing. This is the Lobo way. And it's not good enough. Mad Russ from finance. My Lobos, my dad, Wild Bill Cody. He always had a say. He had a bunch of sayings. Put, put your seatbelt on. Oh, sorry about that. <clears throat> I'll be with you shortly. We got hit hard. Got our ass kicked last week. I got to figure out what a laurel is, but we want to get off our laurels and start doing more. Start aiming higher, climbing, aiming, winning more. Look yourselves in the mirror, not admiringly, not to comb your hair, but in a self-critical way. I don't know whether Lamar was kidding me or not, but he said he was going to be serving um, Lobo's Mint Juleps. These are the worst blueberries I've ever had in my life. I got one in the hopper. They're producing blueberries like we produce winds at this point. I had diarrhea like you wouldn't believe. But when the marching band is quiet, listen. Listen hard. You're going to hear brass. Beating drums. Trombones. And I mean points for the bows. Okay, don't sleep easy tonight, gentlemen, because there's big news ahead. I'm going to tell you, we're poised right now, if we're not careful, to go into this game with a big head, a big team head. I want you to trot onto that field, imagining that that helmet is rattling around on top of a small head like mine. Got trouble finding hats, sir? How does that work? you got to do some heavy lifting here. Listen for that brass again. There's another parade around the corner. Cock your ears. The brass is coming. What's out there waiting for us? The worms. The worms are out there, and what are we? <laughs> the early bird. I think I got them on the hook big. I got a whole pocket full of Lobo Mints. And that's why God invented the three words. We, we, we are, are the Lobos. How thrilled is he going to be? I stopped listening. Okay. <laughs> I'd, for- <laughs> I'd forgotten about that ridiculous small heads chant. I'm surprised we were able to get the uh, Guinness World Record holder for the smallest head. That was a big get. Now, before we close the podcast with our best of song, um, I want to do a special Mount Gregmore. Yay. <laughs> this is our Mount Gregmore of 2021 episodes that I like best. What's Mount Gregmore? Well, uh, Mount Gregmore kicks the ass <laughs> of Rushmore, of course, because Mount Gregmore means our top five, not four, plus an honorable mention. So first, our honorable mention. These are episodes we considered that didn't quite make the top five in chronological order. Episode four, The Professional Whistler. Episode 10, Ricky Williams. What's happening? Episode 23. Oh, no. I, I didn't even realize we were in Mount Gregmore now. <laughs> Are you just reading a paragraph? What's happening right now? Yes, that's exactly what I'm this doing. This is the yes. fastest he's ever gone on Mount Gregmore. And, and, unless I'm interrupted again, it will go pretty quickly. Episode 23, <laughs> Getting Way Too Personal with Jessica Smetana. Episode 24, Chris Bosch. Episode 27, Live from Lake Tahoe. Episode 30, Jimmy Johnson. Episode 42, Gary the Bag Rosenfeld. Thank you, Gary. Be well. Episode 43, live on stage from Menos Miami event. And episode 48, briefcase carrying Miami Dolphin Matt Collins. So those were all honorable mention? That's right. Didn't quite Oh, okay. Those were honorable mentions. You, you set it up so quickly. I think Yeti and I, both of us, were just like, he's just saying okay. episodes right now. Is this Mount Okay, Gregmore? well, uh, you know, spend more time paying attention and less time figuring <laughs> out when to get in and interrupt, and perhaps you'll, uh, you'll comprehend a little bit better. And now... Happy holidays, everyone. Number five. <laughs> newly retired Hall of Fame broadcaster Dick Stockton. Episode 14, (laughs) when Stockton, for reasons not entirely clear, starts singing What's It All About Alfie. It doesn't get any better than (laughs) that. Yeah, that was good. Number four, Ted Lasso, creative mind Bill Lawrence. 
This was episode 29. Ted Lasso is a favorite recent TV show of mine, and to get to discuss it with one of the show's main writers was a cheap fanboy thrill. I love how you were so eager to get, like, you were kind of nervous before that, so you, like, jumped right into Ted Lasso, and he's like, can you say hello to me first? I, mean, I know, geez. I remember that. <laughs> like, yeah. take me to dinner first. I mean, geez. That's true. He did. That was funny on his part. Number three, the belly button doctor. Yeah. <laughs> AKA the Greg Cody show live from the Levitard 24 hour marathon. Check out episode 22. It was an actual medical expert speaking from a 1973 wood panel den in Tupelo, Mississippi about my <laughs> protruding navel at 4 a.m. What more could you possibly want? Uh, I'll tell you, he even had my wife laughing and she couldn't care less about anything we do. And he had her in stitches. So excellent work. Thank you. Number two. Cavalcade of Stars wish Greg a surprise birthday in episode 35. A, because it was all about me and more me, <laughs> but B, because it was a genuine, unexpected surprise that made me feel happy. And I appreciate you all doing that for me. And now, the Mount Gregmore, our number one personal favorite Greg Cody show episode of 2021. That's right. Pulitzer Prize winning humorous Dave Barry. Really? This, of course. Recency bias much. Jeez. It was episode 49, our previous episode. And it was a conversation, both lots of fun and at times emotional and serious. And I was proud of it as a perfect bow to our pod year. Our peer. That's right. Thank you very much. No, that was good. I don't know about the best, but hey, I mean, teach his own, yeah, right? You know, come out with a Mount Christmore. This was the Mount Gregmore. And now... I would have thought that maybe adding a certain producer would have been a highlight of your year, but I, I'll, I, know, I know my place. Thank you. Oh, you know what? That didn't even make... When did we add? <laughs> Yeti, how long have you been with us? When, when did you join us this year? This is April. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're just over eight months now. It feels like it's been eight years. It really does. <laughs> April, April Fool's. Okay. Um, By the way, you're fired. So, so <laughs> I am... Uh, Later I, days. <laughs> people know that I'm a huge fan of music and song, and I'm thrilled that that's... Uh, and thanks largely to Yeti. I'm yes. thrilled that that is, is a big and becoming a bigger part of our podcast. And so what do we have here? Uh, set this up for us. We're going to send us off here. I, and I want to... This is a perfect segue, I think. <clears throat> I'm getting emotional just talking about it. <laughs> of the addition that Yeti's been to this podcast. And, you know, I think that he worked very hard on this episode in particular, on these songs you're about to hear. Uh, so I just wanted to carve this little space out for appreciation for everything that you've done for this episode in particular and just for this podcast because you've made us better. Yeah, thanks, guys. It's It's been a dream so far to be able to... I, I, I prayed for about four years to be able to use my music and or voice to be able to, you know, provide a little income. And uh, you guys have helped, helped make that true. And it's been just to do stuff creative with anybody, but especially especially YouTube. It's been awesome. Definitely the highlight of my year. Ah, damn it. I was hoping you'd go a little longer and I could come in with, all right, Dad, hit the music. Like, we gotta, like, you know, just, <laughs> so let's celebrate the year of song with the Greg Cody Show. Sunday. What we've all waited for is this Sunday Handing out the awards here on Sunday In an ill-fitting suit will be Gregory Paul Cody That's when you'll turn on the live stream to stare blankly At Greg giving a speech you aren't even In this fantasy league but you still won't want the annual gala for PFPI Let's have a party for PFPI Cheap mimosas be damned This thing's still in demand You should cancel all other plans It's the tradition of PFPI Pro football predictions and Commissioner Greg Cody. Um, 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 um
before we talk about that, <clears throat> pardon my voice here, um, um, and um, we're, um, pardon my voice here, um, um, and um, we're, um, 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 and um, we're, um, 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 and um, we're, um, when you're as drunk as you can get. Terry, who I miss. Back in time when you step into Nelly's Diner. It's the only place in town to taste Wild Bill Cody's Bison Burger, deep fried in Nana's 100-year-old lard. Or try a tall stack of our award-winning PFBI pancakes. Dig into the signature thang a thang salad. Or try an Uncle Dick footlong. Anything you want and anytime you want it, we got it. All served up with a free side of smiles. We are right where we've been for 60 years at 1440 Zagaki Street downtown. Nelly's Diner. It's the taste of home you never had because your mom sucked at cooking. It's the taste of Nelly's Diner. He does back in my day Then his friend Danny Left the network for more Since then Greg has been working Without pay Whoa, 80 bucks is too much For a parking deck You ought to know by now I won't fill out a form So you can pay me back I take ads instead of your money And it seems such a waste of time what it's all about Dan if you won't pony up then I'm holding out and oh man I wish that I had breakfast playing give me a dozen and then I hide it all from Dan my favorite flavor consume every day I can so much better than your toast and jam so I am gonna get a breakfast plan and I ain't bugging so fetch me a spoon my man my favorite flavor consume every Suffering from prolonged virginity? Want to attract the kittens like a fancy lad? Well, a little dab will do you, and two will do you double. Brill cream. Guys, put your hands on your tube and squeeze. Brill cream. Dabbing it. Brill cream, a little dab will do you. Brill cream, what's the matter to you? Fancy lad must always look so debonair. Brill cream, a little dab will do you. Brill cream.
paid my dues, logged in on time, nailed all my draft picks, no auto assigned, and my MVL, he had no clue. I'm self-obsessed to give weekly updates and I ain't gonna lose We are the Lobos, my friends And we'll love fake football till the end Yes! year 21 was for oh, the show man <laughs> yes back in my day everybody happy holidays happy new year here's to a great 2022 our podcast two-year anniversary is coming up in a couple of months and we'll see you all next week Let's go, Lobos. <laughs> <laughs> Your ass is going down. No way. Lobo power. <laughs> <laughs>